All right, hello and welcome to episode one of One Faith in Christ podcast. I'd like to uh, uh, thank everyone for listening. Uh, last week we put the uh, preview up and had a few uh, uh, people listen to it, so I really do appreciate that. Before we get started, um, my name is Mark Smith. I'm a gospel preacher at the Clewiston Church of Christ in Clewiston, Florida. And uh, just doing this podcast just to talk about all things and anything biblical. And um, as always, we'll start off by uh, saying if you ever have any question or uh, a topic you'd like to talk about, you can send me a message at Christ at gmail.com or go to anchor.fm backslash one faith in Christ. And uh, there's a uh, link there where you can leave a voice message or, um, you know, uh, I believe an email there as well. But either way, you can uh, uh, please send me a message and ask a question. And by the way, whenever uh, you do ask a question or send a message, I'm going to leave your uh, uh, name anonymous. I know a lot of people uh, are nervous about maybe something they want to ask or talk about, and uh, they don't want other people to hear them uh, talk about them or whatever the case might be. So I will always leave your name anonymous. We'll just uh, ask the question or, and, and then um, discuss it from there. Um, I already did get actually one question. And uh, uh, the question was basically, uh, why did I name the podcast One Faith in Christ? Where does that come from? Well, that's fairly simple. Uh, it comes from um, Ephesians chapter 4. And uh, verses 3 through 7. And Ephesians chapter 4 is often, uh, oftentimes called the chapter of ones. Uh, and in this passage, uh, it, it's, again, fairly simple. In uh, Ephesians 4, 3 through 7, Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace, there is one body and one Spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. So that is the reason that I titled it uh, One Faith in Christ, that uh, Paul there in Ephesians, in his letter to the Ephesians, was saying that we need to have one faith because there is one God, one Spirit and one Savior who is in us all, and that is Christ. So that, um, in short, that's why um, I decided to title it One Faith in Christ Podcast. And um, also, uh, before we go any further, uh, this podcast is now available on, of course, Anchor.fm. That's probably right now the easiest way to uh, listen to the podcast. But if you go to Anchor.fm, backslash One Faith in Christ. But uh, from there, you'll see other links that uh, this podcast is also up on Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and coming soon, from what I am told, uh, it will be up on Apple as well as TuneIn. So you have uh, uh, many different platforms that um, you are able to uh, listen to this podcast on. So... Uh, today, uh, it's 
And by the way, these episodes are not going to be extremely long. This is probably the longest intro I'm going to have uh, from, from now on. Uh, but they're going to be fairly short. I know people are busy. They're doing things. And so um, we're going to try and keep these lessons as, uh, and these studies, whatever you want to call them, as short as possible. Uh, and today we're going to be looking at Acts chapter 2 and Peter's declaration. But one more thing before we get started with that. Let's uh, uh, try to clear something up here. Um, along with the title, that one faith in Christ, we have to um, all come to an agreement that God's word is the final authority and should always be the final authority. That is what we should be going to. And we need to understand that. Unfortunately, today, as, as we start off reading Ephesians chapter 4, one faith, one God. Ask yourself, how many faiths are in Christianity and in Christendom today? There are thousands, if not tens of thousands, of denominations or sects or uh, divisions. That is not what Paul was calling for. That is not what Christ was calling for. There is that one faith, and we need to do things the way God and Christ commanded and showed us, and gave us examples. So, to put this in today's terms, we all understand that as we were children, or in school, in high school, um, we understand that the teacher was our teacher. We had to do as that teacher asked. And I wrote about a, a, a blog a few years ago, and this one that I wrote on, it was about this teacher who... Um, I, I believe I had named her Mrs. Crabtree uh, from Little Rascals fame. But anyway, uh, this teacher had given her class an assignment, a, a science fair project. And she wanted this assignment uh, done on, let's say, volcanoes. Uh, you know, those little exploding volcanoes that seems like everybody, all the middle, school, uh, middle schoolers do. But she wanted this assignment done on these volcanoes. But this one boy and her class. Uh, he was a very advanced child, a very smart child, and he thought, well, those volcanoes, everybody does, and they're so boring. So I want to do something different. I want to really impress the teacher and impress the rest of the class. So instead of doing the volcano, he does an a, a experiment on something else entirely, or maybe he does a project on, say, dinosaurs. And he makes the, the full set and makes the model. And it's the best model and setup that anyone had done. And whenever he turns it into his teacher, his teacher, Mrs. Crabtree, uh, she looks at the project and she says, boy, Johnny, that is the best dinosaur model I've ever seen. You did a very good job on it. And of course, he's beaming and he's proud and he's showing it off to everyone else. And she says, but you failed. And of course he says, well, he was crushed by it. And he says, well, why? You just said it was so good. And, and you know, everything, all the time and effort that I put into it, and I did it for you. And she said, but it's not what I asked you to do. I gave you specific instructions on what to do. And yet you did something else entirely. And so, he got an F. 
That's the way we need to look at things today. We understand that. When we were in school, we had to do what the teacher said. But why is it today when people look at the Bible or they, they worship, uh, you know, living their life, they do it the way they want to do it and not the way that God instructed, not the way that Christ showed and the way he ministered. They do it their own way. We understand in school, do as the teacher says. We understand out in the world, we have to do, we have to abide by man's laws or else we are punished. But yet when it comes to God, we choose to do what we want to do and not what God has said, not giving him the final authority. And so this is what um, this podcast, this episode, and all the episodes will be about, is giving God the final authority. So now let's go ahead and get into the episode. Again, I'm sorry for the, the long intro. I, I promise you I'm going to keep the intros much shorter uh, from here on out. But uh, going on, Acts chapter 2 and Peter's declaration, leading up to Acts chapter 2, um, Christ had already gone through his ministry. In fact, he had, uh, has already been arrested, uh, accused, arrested, and, of course, crucified. He rose from the dead and then uh, uh, spent 40 days uh, teaching again, um, uh, getting the apostles together, and then he ascends into heaven. And after he ascends into heaven, of course, the Holy Spirit comes into the room, the upper room. It, it fills the apostles, and they go about and begin teaching. And Peter's sermon is the first sermon that we hear from this uh, new group of Christians, this new group of faithful. And Peter, by the way, in Acts chapter 2, is preaching to some of the same Jews who had just crucified Christ. And so think of the bravery there. He had to have been scared, but yet that didn't stop him from teaching. But in one of the most important moments in human history, uh, which we um, find here in Acts chapter 2, Peter outlines to the Jews on Pentecost the events surrounding Christ's death. In short, he tells them that they knew whom the Christ was and that they falsely arrested him and yet killed him anyway. This results in the Jews becoming, of course, extremely distraught. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 37, we read, <clears throat> Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? This question leads to one of the most important instructions in all of scriptures, which comes in the very next verse, 238. Then Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Why is Peter's answer so important, and what can we learn from it? Well, first of all, Peter told them to repent now that they had heard and now that they believed the truth. Peter could have said, well, all is forgiven, and now you just have to believe, or you don't have to do anything because Jesus died for all, so all are going to heaven. Or Peter could have said, hey, you had your one shot, and look what you did. You killed the Christ. There's nothing you can do. But of course, Peter doesn't say that. 
he says that they had to do something besides just believing. They had to repent for their sins. Now, was this just for the Jews on Pentecost that he was speaking to there that day? Some might say this, actually many say this, but read what it said when we go to Acts chapter 17 and verse 30 and see if it's really about just the Jews that day. Uh, Truly these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. How important is that? All men must repent which is to ask for forgiveness and turn away from their sinful life. He wasn't speaking just to the Jews there at Pentecost on that day. All men must repent. But then after that, what does Peter tell them they must do? He's clear. He says, be baptized. Repent and be baptized. Again, Peter could have said, now that you believe, all is good. Instead, we see where baptism is essential to be saved, even though there are many now who say this is not the case. By the way, we will have an episode in the future just on baptism, and an important episode to learn with that as well. But what Peter teaches us in Acts chapter 2 is that in order to be saved, we must complete these certain steps. We must first hear, as he was teaching them that day, then believe. Of course, we saw that they believed. He said, repent of your sins. Going back to uh, 2 and verse 38, confess Christ as your Savior. And then, of course, be baptized. Friends, this is how the Bible, which is God's holy word, tells us we are to be saved. This is why this passage, Peter's declaration, is so vitally important today. Today, people teach that all you have to do is believe that baptism is not essential, or since Christ died for all, we don't even have to believe. Peter teaches something else entirely. We must also remember this. There is one more step, and that is to stay faithful. Once saved, always saved is a false doctrine. It is not found anywhere in the scriptures. And in fact, you could turn to Acts chapter 8, And read about Simon the sorcerer, a man who was um, converted, he believed, he was baptized, and then he fell back into a life of sin. But yet, Philip commanded him that if you want to be saved, if you want to get right with God, you need to repent. But uh, that'll be a discussion for another episode later as well. But once saved, always saved is not true doctrine. Peter teaches in Acts chapter 2 what we must do to be saved. There are no exceptions. There are no inclusions. Only God's word that we must abide by. This should also come as a comfort to all those who believe they have done so much wrong in their lives that God would never allow them into heaven. After all, if the Jews that had just killed Christ could be forgiven, then all can be forgiven. This is the lesson from Acts chapter 2 and his uh, and Peter's wonderful declaration. And this is the lesson that we can learn from this and, and teach others of, of why that is so important. Well, that ends the uh, episode for today. Again, I would like to thank everyone for listening. And 
Again, uh, if you have a question or a comment, uh, please do not hesitate to uh, leave me an email at clewstonchurchofchrist at gmail.com or here on um, anchor.fm backslash one faith in Christ. As I said, you can leave a voicemail there or uh, uh, you can contact the Clewston Church of Christ in Clewston, Florida, um, any way that, uh, that you want. Uh, but as always, I uh, sure do appreciate you listening. Uh, you can also watch on uh, YouTube, uh, Clewston Church of Christ at YouTube uh, uh, for sermons there. And later we're going to have some short blogs coming up there as well. Uh, so different things we have in motion. As always, I thank you for uh, listening and please send me a message. And as always, um, just uh, thank you so much. And remember, God loves you. I love you. And God be with you until we meet again. <laughs>